welcome to another episode of Fertile Soil. You know, the relationship between dogs and humans is almost magical. They are quite literally a member of our family. We have compassion and love for them. And in many cases, the dog is literally a best friend to us. When we look into their eyes, we can see sadness and joy and guilt and happiness. It is this ability to express themselves with their eyes which truly gives them the ability to communicate with us and express emotions to the humans. And it is this ability, this evolutionary developments of the eye expression in the dog that we are going to explore on this episode of the podcast. So let's jump right into today's subject, the dog's eye muscles. Yes, they can express emotions and feelings through these eyes, or their eyes, almost human-like. It makes me remember as a young boy how I could tell how much my dog loved me just by looking into his eyes. Their eyes, in many ways, are like a baby. We have sympathy and compassion for them because of this. What's interesting to me is this is backed up by science and research. Because of research... It even shows if we maintain extended eye contact, a hormone is released and its name is oxytocin and it can occur at different times during the eye contact. The oxytocin is released from the pituitary gland into the bloodstream. So when the oxytocin enters the bloodstream, it also moves and is released into certain parts of the brain. So in turn, it can impact emotional and social behaviors because of the way it reacts with the brain, the chemical reaction. In some cases, the nickname for this oxytocin is the love hormone, the way and the feelings it creates in humans and in dogs. So when this happens between a dog and a man, you can see how this builds a great bond between us and the dog and each individual by that chemical reaction. And the reason that they have this ability to have the eye muscles that in turn creates the release of the oxytocin from us started over 10,000 years ago through domestication of the wolf to the dog. Even today, the dogs that were not domesticated, the wolves that are still there, they do not have this muscle or muscles around their eyes. They cannot... They cannot communicate like a dog can. They started to be domesticated by man, like I said, years and years ago. So over time, as they lived with humans, they developed muscles in their eyes. These muscles around the eyes, which again, wolves don't have, lets the dog communicate and express itself. The name of this muscle has one particular name. It's the abbreviation. It's called L-A-O-M. That is the name of it, but this muscle is very, very specialized just for, that eye, for their eyes for expressing feelings in the dog, which in turn causes and helps humans treat dogs better. For instance, when you see a sad dog eyes or guilty eyes after they stole food or did something wrong, you won't be as harsh to them. You won't be as mean. And how this happened was, again, backed up to over 10,000 years ago during the 
the domestication of the dog, it happened from generation to generation to generation because when a human would go to a brood of pups, they would make eye contact with different ones of the dogs and whichever dog could communicate the best with the human and express itself, you can see where the oxytocin would be released. And so they grew that bond so that man or woman would pick that dog for its pet or companion and take it home. And then through another generation of another dog that someone else had picked through great care and picking a dog out of the brood of pups that they were at, those two dogs would be bred. And then that eye strength would develop after generation after generation having that muscle bred into them. You know, it makes me think about when I was younger, I never thought about it like this, but understanding now how it happened. I had a dog, it was the first dog I actually got as an adult. It was a rabbit dog, a beagle. I'd had them all my life when I was a younger guy. I had a lot of good times with my friends with dogs. I've always had them in my life. But this dog in particular's name was Ben. I, I hunted with him and we ran together. He would be in the yard when I was doing yard work and so on. But I remember one time I went out to feed him which again, I kept him in the pen, and I noticed his food had not been touched from the day before. And he was very good about cleaning his food up. I would give the right amount, you know, enough so he would maintain the proper weight and be fit. But he hadn't touched it that day. And I thought, man, that's odd. So I went on, and this went on for three days. And on the third day, I thought, something's not right. So I got down and started checking him out, seeing what could be wrong with him. I checked his body out for cuts and scrapes, anything that might cause him to not eat or not feel good. Because I could tell again that something wasn't right by looking into his eyes. He was communicating with me. Him and I had developed such a great bond. I remember looking into his eyes every day. That's how we communicated. So as I was looking, I couldn't find anything. So finally, I looked in his mouth, and lo and behold, up inside of his mouth, a bone had lodged up between his upper teeth in his mouth. He could not eat. That's all that was wrong. So I reached up in there, and I removed the bone. And it was amazing. At that moment, that dog started running around the pen, jumping and acting like I'd saved his life, which I guess I had to him. So... I could just tell by looking into his eye how grateful he was and how thankful he was and how much he loved me. And it makes me think back, this all started over 10,000 years ago, just when man started to get close to animals and using them and causing and building the domestication of the dog, which in turn has created what we call today man's best friend.